Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and welcome to U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for everything comic book related. Two topics, 60 minutes for the people. I am John Rivera, the CEO of U.S. Comics. And I'm Charlie Rivera, the COO of U.S. Comics. And if you guys don't know mm-hmm. the drill, this is how we roll two topics. It's going to happen. I get to start this week because it's Christmas week and I demand it. And also, that's how the order just happens to be. No if other not, show. He will whine until New Year's. <laughs> it's very true. No other show is coming coming live on uh, on this beautiful Christmas day, but we yeah. are. Because we have we a commitment to We can neither conform nor deny that report, but we're still going to go with it. That's true. I'm going to claim it. Uh, and I wanted to come on this beautiful Christmas day that you're sure. just surrounded by gifts and avoiding family you love and probably <laughs> way, way, way stuffed and sure. mentally preparing for the barrage of adult beverages that are going to hit you in just And also thinking about days. headed back and making those returns, getting <laughs> the shit that you really wanted. Making the pile of people you can re-gift stuff to. I oh, wanted, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, more than anything, talk about something positive. I had a list of of topics I could have done because there's so much good happening now. Then I I felt the need or the compulsion to, to talk mm. about something that's a bit of a mixed bag. It's, okay. it's good and bad all at once, and it comes on the heels of the final issue of Doomsday Clock from DC Comics. Oh, interesting. I did not see that coming. So, well, you know, I've been in such a Watchmen mood. Uh, and lo and behold, I turn around and what's in my uh, bag last week of all my comics <laughs> that I that I pay for and sometimes yeah. don't read. But I uh, wish you would have put that in a different context. Yeah, but me, right, sure, me too, fine. but things happen. <laughs> uh, but you know th- what's wrong with my bag? Mm. It's all kind of a of long list. It has no business rearing its ugly head on Christmas holiday. But I did, man, it's all right. I Whatever. did get that body shaver, though, so it's it's looking nice. There's not that many nicks anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, that for, poor body for, shaver. <laughs> for a while, it was looking like Seal's face, but we'll leave that uh, We'll leave that to the imagination <laughs> oh, and the, the no. artist on there. But Doomsday <laughs> Clock, issue 12, part of the limited series, moving the Watchmen characters properly into DC Universe. Uh, no, it dawned on me when I saw that issue uh, in my pull list. What a terrible idea it was. It started November 22nd of 2017. Oh, yeah, I hear you. DC cannot release a book on time to save (laughs) their life. You know what the worst Mm. uh, part of this experience was? I reread all 12 issues or read uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12 for the first time ever. But I (laughs) reread the first few. It, It wasn't a bad ending. I really liked it, and I, I, I don't even want to necessarily spoil it, but it is the sure, thing yeah. that, spoiler again, free, spoiler it, free. it kind of, uh, it's always been billed as the thing that finally concluded New 52, and it mm. it's part of this whole rebirth thing, and now yeah, it changed the riddance. timeline. It's heavily going to affect the timeline changes we talked about a few weeks ago, um, right. how like Superman's not first, and Wonder Woman's before him, and the JLA is back, and they're before him. Um, so a lot of stuff I don't like, some stuff I do like, but it had me, as I always do, I'm flipping through different websites, I'm trying to figure out what we want to talk about, Mm. and I, it never felt like more of a reality than on the other end of this issue 12, that I genuinely do think DC Comics, as we know it, is done for, and I don't mean because of another relaunch, I see no reason. You mean no the, the comic book uh, uh, production? The, the or you publisher mean like themselves. The company or the, I the don't, publishing? I don't see any reason why AT&T, who's the parent company of Warner Media, which mm. owns all of DC Entertainment, I right. can't imagine them not selling off this brand at this point. Their, the their profits are so low. Um, mm. Them and Marvel are both in an in a absolute creative rut. Uh, and I and that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about this week because some of the stuff I see the problems. DC is late, always. Uh, hmm. Marvel had this has this recent history of trying to appeal to kind of a new broader audience 
Which sure. is something yeah, the, I should the be, movie audience. I should be stoked, but no, it's beyond the movie audience because despite the mean? changes that the movies have made, the characters right. are still relatively the characters in race mm. and sex. Whereas the oh, comic has sure. been approaching this, uh, I, I don't know how to say it in not an insulting way because I don't mean it hmm. to be insulting. Right. But everybody, sit down <laughs> and hold your stockings. It is Christmas. I'm trying to build goodwill towards next year. Um, well, I mean, but, if you do anything really bad, you, you're going right to church. You could just apologize for that's it. That's true. But look at the absolute failure of Ironheart. Oh, they tried to they tried to make they tried to take back in a weird way this character. And they had Brian Michael Bendis, uh, an amazing artist in uh, and Mike. I always say his name wrong. The Der Tata, I got nothing. But they brought <laughs> you're gonna, you. That could be the first thing you apologize for, <laughs> They brought in Ironheart specifically, right. like, nope, this is the new Iron Man. Failed right, right. epically. They have they've had really one success, and that is uh is Captain Mar or Ms. Marvel rather, uh, Camilla Khan. She's the only character they decided to like really create and right. flesh out and not throw right to the front. Of, of every cover, of every issue. The problem is, it's. I feel like it's being done very insincerely. They're hiring sure. these artists and writers that have tremendous mm -hmm. followings on Twitter. The right. issues that are important to them, those writers and those artists, are important issues. I do, yeah. obviously, I think representation is, is vital. And obviously, course, I yeah. think there's been... Uh, far too long and, and far too deep of a history of every main character having black hair, blue eyes, and white skin. But it's something that needs to be... It needs to be created and become popular on its own. You can write you new mean, characters. You mean you can, the... the the new the new uh, additions so to speak look i mean and and i agree with you and this is something this is certainly a topic that you know we're on the record as far as where where both of us line up there are no fans of derivative characters on this side of the microphone and i would i would hazard a guess to say that just i mean there there aren't any uh, you know, in the on the listening side, either because here's the thing with uh, the 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 most successful derivative character um, makes you forget the original, and I challenge you to find one example where that carbon copy does that. They just simply they just simply don't do it. Um, the w w in my experience, where, where it's most successful is when the original wasn't all that popular to begin with, or their popularity has waned so far that just nobody really cares anymore. Nobody's you know heartstrings are attached to that property. So if they end up doing something different, well, then no, really no big deal. Like like the example that I'm thinking of in the DC universe is. Uh, Blue Beetle. Yes. Blue Beetle is an old, old character, but I mean, like there were, there were, there were no protests. Um, <laughs> you know, when when they rolled out different iterations, you know, uh, multiple different iterations of the character, and you know, they changed who was under the mask and what the what the costume looked like, and and you know, the the character's abilities to a certain degree, and and that type of stuff is mandatory i think when you have i mean that's what people do if if dc comics was a restaurant and people were not coming to the restaurant as often as they were what would they do well they would change the fucking menu and 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 very much so that's what these type of things are doing now when you roll out stuff like um new 52 which really there was no, I don't want to say that there was no justification for it because I mean they did their kind of like their 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 double back uh, talking and and you know <laughs> two two three people uh, involved were trying to explain what was going on but like 
they they weren't the first ones to the fucking party and and you know you you there was nobody to to debate with because they were invisible names on on you know on the cover or uh on the back page uh for uh, credits um but here with the watchman situation they're at least giving you a a literary explanation for why you should forget everything that you thought you knew and here is now the rolling out of now this is what the table is going to look like the problem with it and and you know correct me if if you if you disagree the problem with rolling out these like restarts reboots uh, rearrangements whatever you want to call them is that at this point the comic book readers treat it almost like a character a comic book character's death you're you yeah. read it and 100%. you buy it and you just like and and they and they have their moments and there are those oh did you see this did you see that um oh did you see dr man Schwartz swinging <laughs> through the streets of metropolis um there there are those conversations but in the comic book readers tenderest of hearts I don't think any of them are sitting back thinking, this is it. Now, this is always how the universe is going to be. They're just really waiting for the next reset button to roll around. And, uh, you know, and I, I don't think any different of it now. I, I'm confident to the utmost degree that there'll be another reset button. And, and if DC's track record ha uh, holds up, it'll probably be sooner rather than later. You know, what it comes down to is I, I think the <clears throat> I think this notion of we can reset, we can fix it, we can do something <clears throat> has become too easy of an out. It's not yeah, a it's, it's a not a foreign out. it's not a foreign conversation for you and have. I feel you and I to have rather. I feel like it's something you and I have rallied against a pretty efficiently for fifty weeks now. Sure. Um or or damn near fifty weeks now. Uh, I do think that they're both making huge mistakes often. And I'm not saying this because I don't mm. like Marvel and DC. I'm saying it because I love Marvel and DC. Sure. There hasn't been a Superman comic this year to even break the top 100 in sales. Uh, mm. I, or, or to be more specific, I think year one, issue one, reissue was literally the 100th best uh, single cell this year. None of these new characters have had massive sales. Some of them have been around for years. And at this point, where I don't think Marvel and Disney is ever going to close up shop or license out their characters, despite the falling on their absolute face, having these stories that are just so specifically garnered to an audience that I don't think cares about comics... I think they're happy to hear about diversity in comics and don't actually care about diversity in comics enough mm. to spend three bucks. DC, I think, has lost everything I loved about them. I would rather really? see them wow. license out to IDW because when IDW writes a story that's a crossover with them, at least the characters feel like the characters are. There's sure. certain things that make right. Superman Superman. Those things well, should be forever. You, you know what it is? Um, and and I, I felt this way for a long time. When the indie, quote-unquote, um, voices get to tell their stories, tell the stories of like certain characters, they almost always kind of exist within this bubble of, okay, we have eight an eight-issue um, you know, window of opportunity to, to get this done. And those type of limitations, it's almost like, um, like, you know, and again, this is a, has been a popular topic. Oh, you, you okay there, pal? I'm good. I'm just um, choking a little. I was going to say, you know, you're hacking Merry Christmas. There, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> like, uh, we will miss Charlie. Uh, for the listening audience, we are currently looking for a new <laughs> coast Koa anchor. Um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, um, no, the the way that like things uh, like um, the Mandalorian or or the Witcher, which you know we were just talking about off air, um, how when you have a limited window of, of opportunity to tell a particular story, well then it you know it's kind of like having to study under pressure and and pull an all nighter and like you get an A minus 
you know, shockingly on the project. Um, you know, when you have seemingly when you have forever, when you have an unending uh, timeline where you can pepper in stories, where you can make corrections, quote unquote, if you feel that they're necessary, if you can introduce new elements into the game. Well, then now now all of a sudden, yeah, you're you're walking the tightrope from building to building skyscraper to skyscraper. But there is a huge safety net underneath you. Now, my point is that when the indies come through and they're telling freaking crazy stories like, you know, a crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Ghostbusters, let's say, <laughs> um, which has happened. Um, and they were they, excellent. <laughs> um, they, then they what they need to do is tell an overall story. What's the purpose of telling this story? You need to rapidly explain how it can happen and then you have the specific window of time to get it done. Um, but when you're on like Superman 8000, uh, you know, you, you don't have to really worry about the 972nd time that Metallo has pulled the old Krypton heart, uh, you know, on, on poor soups. Or like this, this, um, this, the current thing is like, oh, well, now everybody knows that Superman is Superman, Clark Kent, you know, for all intents and purposes is no longer um or people know that clark Kent is superman which completely completely defeats the the entire purpose he, he's not he's he's got to be one or the other whatever he calls himself is is irrelevant um so so yeah i i you know in, in that sense i i really agree with you um well, it's, but, it's but one weird, of the things though because and, and i didn't mean to cut you off no go ahead but um what i find strange <clears throat> and again i'm trying to bounce back and forth because I don't want to seem like I'm hoping for the demise of ultimately what is the comic book company I grew up with in DC Comics. Hmm. But to jump over to, to Marvel, John, do you think with the logic you just poured out there that the problem is they're trying to tell these stories that run forever or at least from reset to reset, which at this point is a couple years in between each. Right, right, right. What the hell is the purpose of labeling the amazing Mary Jane comic as an ongoing. You can't possibly right, right. sit at that meeting, pitch that concept, and have five years of plans. I don't right. believe them. Right, right. Well, they don't. I mean, if they, if, the, if uh, I don't know what the, the platform would be, but if they are saying anything along those lines, it's it's just a lie, you know. It, it's just a lie. It's a pathetic lie at that. When it's yeah, it's laughable. When you're dealing in an in an industry that's kind of like flailing, let's say, um, with the exception of the cinematic aspect of it, um, you you kind of throw shit against the wall, and whatever sticks, whatever you know, whatever connects with your audience, what's left of it, um. Then, then you say, okay, well, more of this, more of this, and, and that's that's like the Wolverine effect. Um, Can you I know, ask you, Wolverine? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go no, ahead. no, please, no, please, no, please. I, I was just gonna say, you know, Wolverine kind of was gaining in popularity and popularity, and then literally Wolverine was in every single solitary, seemingly, uh, you know, Marvel uh, title. He was in know? a couple and, issues and, of Justice League. That's how much, popular he was. Much of it didn't make sense. And, and you know, it's... Look, I, you know, I realize we're talking about four color funny books here, but to a very large degree, it's kind of like insulting for for, for lack of a, of a better term. Um, because, you know, when, 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 when you come to the table and you're asked to... Um, when you're kind of asked to, to establish this... this, this you know the, the your level of disbelief and kind of say okay well i'm willing to accept a man can fly i'm willing to accept this chick and shoot lasers out of her eyes and okay mutants are fine like you know you you're you're giving them a lot of latitude but then when they're also asking you to believe that a person can be simultaneously in australia and in <laughs> chicago you know you, you have Without to say it, like with, right, even nightcrawler can't make that teleportation come on work. man come on but um, you and I have so, talked about so, yeah, that a no, lot. I, I get that. You know, what I find frustrating is this, and, and this is really the crux of this conversation for me. You, uh, 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 a beginning comic book creator, a forever comic book reader, you and I bleed this stuff. 
My question to you is, let's say tomorrow either company came out and they said, you know what? Nothing is ongoing anymore. Everything is miniseries. This way we can control that when we say it's going to come out, if we have 12 issues of a story that are supposed to come out monthly, it's going to take 12 months. Not not from 2017 to the tail end of 2019. You, right. You're trying to tell these stories that allegedly have plans. Then there's excuse after excuse why these huge Goliaths can't get stuff done on time. And you know how much I respect and love artists, especially since I can't draw. You know how much I respect <laughs> comic book writers who come up with ideas that I haven't had or couldn't come up with. But man, what other industry is it that's like, well, get it to us when you get it to us? These companies should be taking a second, taking a deep breath, and doing a four-part miniseries on Superman, making sure it's going to be on time, and put that out there, as opposed to feeling the need to do these massive story reboots to try to dance around 50 things. Both companies also need someone with a vision. I can't tell you what's going on in DC right now because it's a garbled mess. It's a right. mess. And well, it breaks my well, heart to say it. I mean, he, here's the thing. And and I understand, like, once you've been hurt, it's hard to love again. I mean, <laughs> you know, there, there, there are... Dude, are you okay over there? It sounds like you're you're cracking knuckles and stepping on glass. I mean, uh, it's it's um it's, it's just on your end. Everything's heightened, I think. Hmm, that's really odd. Um, so so yeah, like I said, once you've once they've established the the status quo to be like, well, we're gonna do some shit that you're not gonna like, but you're gonna fucking fork off fork fork over your money regardless. You know, the then all of a sudden that's when bad feelings happen. Now. Um, I completely understand what you're saying, and like I said, we we're on record um, as far as our opinion of derivative characters, and like you know, um, they have been both both companies I think have been painfully transparent with certain things that they've tried to do in terms of like um, you know not so much inclusion but like appeasing the perceived voices you know that are that are banging at the gates out front you know the, but there are legitimate and and granted i mean a lot of times they're more independent voices but there are legitimate uh, um forays into that world of inclusion and uh, uh you know representation that are legitimate and that work like boricueña over works our man john leguizamo has his new project fully funded out. but Respect. but yes indeed more more than fully funded um but these are, you know, independent things because, you know, and, and I mean, no disrespect, but it's far more work to insert these new things that are well thought out into these huge, large, overarching stories that are already uh, that already exist and have been going on for years and years and years. It really takes a lot of work and forethought. Now, that being said, I think that I'm a little bit uh, higher on kind of like the 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 ending of the very late um, <laughs> uh, Watchmen uh, Watchmen arc for 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 DC um, what they were doing and and like I said like you said um, it firmly establishes the the Watchmen uh, uh, canon of of characters you're like okay so you could say they they are part of DC I mean obviously we knew that they were owned by but um they're fully part of dc much the way that that you know shazam the original captain marvel was inserted into the dc universe when in very in fact he was a completely separate yeah. uh, entity and and dc had to go about acquiring him because he was um you know uh figuratively kicking superman's ass uh and literally in sales so that that's how you do it you you buy him and you <laughs> put him on a shelf when for in doubt a couple buy decades yeah that's how you do it but um no no where I am actually uh pleasantly surprised and very much optimistic is the um the implied crossover that we can look forward to and obviously I'm not talking about DC Watchmen I'm talking about DC Watchmen Marvel 
you like you you picked up on all that right it, you know once a, and again no spoilers no but, yeah um, it did feel like they were setting the stage for like someone please give us money a hundred a hundred <laughs> well 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 no no but i mean uh to to me like if you were in court and um and for some reason there was like a special wacky wednesday where you're allowed to uh uh, introduce evidence, which is like, you know, hearsay evidence or speculative as evidence, this type of evidence would f- fucking send somebody to the chair because, and again, you spoil spoilers, uh, around the corner. So turn on your volume for, for about, mm, let's give it 45 seconds to be safe. Um, fucking, uh, Dr. Manhattan, John's narration, uh, and it is narration because they don't want to punch in the face with it. Um, he refers to the secret crisis and he's in, he's he's saying that superman is going to be in a brawl across the universe with thor himself and a green behemoth stronger than even doomsday who dies protecting superman from these quote unquote invaders so i mean anybody any comic book fan worth their salt has to immediately have like visions of you know pushing aside the visions of sugar plums and you know and and fucking nonsense. That's what's on this beautiful, lovely Christmas. A- yeah, exactly. I mean, anybody who doesn't seem to think that this is implying an upcoming Marvel DC Watchmen triple crossover like the very best of pornography. Huh. Uh, I, I mean, I think they got to be fucking kidding me. I, I mean, it's look at it this way. Even even just if you had not thrown around, if you hadn't been name dropping like a fucking real housewife of Beverly Hills, um, just the fact that every major DC crossover has crisis in the title and the Marvel crossovers have secret in their title <laughs> and now he's talking about a secret crisis i mean like he's basically hyphenating a celebrity fucking kid's name you know what for the... both the celebrities parents that to, to be in it i mean don't that's, get me wrong that's man. how it i makes, read it it makes me excited at the prospect yeah but what the problem is it's um my my joy is is shortened or at least temporarily because I feel like if they tried to do a 12-issue miniseries of that between the two huh. companies with three different worlds at stake or at peril, I feel like the whole story wouldn't be told for 12 years, and I would wind <laughs> up having Wolverine in every issue well, regardless I mean, of, of necessity. It, I mean, that might happen no matter what. <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine... You have to imagine, be mentally prepared. Here's the thing I, I'll say, and then my time is just about up, and I'll let you get final word. That same concept, right? Yeah. Uh, DC, Marvel, Secret Crisis by way of Dr. Manhattan and company. Um, I would rather see uh, IDW write it. I would yeah, rather them put I mean, the creative team together. You, you uh, may as well fucking not be say that. You, you may as well say like... You know, you, you want to fucking have raise Stan Lee from the dead and have him write it because I mean, no, I've seen his take on never... Superman. Hard pass. <laughs> but I'm saying like that that type of shit that that's that's literally never gonna happen unless I, DC I think... sells making twelve bucks a month and it's all my twelve I mean, bucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you know, obviously Disney buys the the way that Netflix fucking throws money you know around. <laughs> Like a, like a drunken sailor on shore leave at a titty bar, fucking Disney's like you know, big purchases only. Disney I mean, I exclusively says hold my beer. Dis- yeah, I I can, <laughs> but they but it's like hold my butter beer because they're just gonna <laughs> buying everything. And, and yes, before anybody jumps down my throat, I'm aware that they do not own uh the the Harry Potter yet. Uh, franchise yet. Exactly. Yet. I'm right. gonna throw out a big um, yet. But yeah, like Marvel and DC, they have done it before. I mean, as recently as '96, we had the the you know Marvel DC miniseries. I mean, and that was like a straight up you know versus you know uh, little slap like boxing Superman versus Hulk, uh, Batman versus Captain America, blah blah blah. Where blah. every and, important and, fight was a draw. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but here's the thing. Also, like you need to the the destination. You have to. That's where you have to start. You have to do the imagine if blah blah blah, and then you 
then you take out the fucking pencils and you start connecting dots. And I mean, you know, yeah, like, look, the, the, the Watchmen story arc refers to it as happening in 2030. So they have plenty of time to work it out. If they make it that far, that's time. Yeah. Not hoping, not hoping for demise. I hope everyone understands it's with a bleeding heart. I talk about <laughs> the idea of any company closing it, down. It, 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 if everybody familiar with the term Black Christmas, because that is that is how Charlie seems to have woken up. Man, certainly I, not <laughs> under the mistletoe, but like, listen, I don't know, man. At the time Oof. of recording, I haven't actually gotten my gifts yet. I'm going to feel much <laughs> different come actual Wednesday. That's fair. That, that is fair. Spoiler that is alert. Fair. We're not eggnog drunk. <laughs> recording this. Speak for yourself, my friend. Damn it. Speak for yourself. I knew TD Bank gave you more than a hat. Yeah, well, you know, when you make those deposits, son, that's how they got to do. Um, so, so all right. So, so uh, in in keeping with the uh, the spirit of the holidays and, you know, here we are Christmas Day and, and we're in the we're right about the midway uh, mark for Hanukkah and for all the other f- holidays that seem to be happening that I'm completely not familiar with um, in, in all of those spirits, uh, my topic was a no-brainer. The second that it sh- that it popped up like a little blip, bloop, bloop, like you know, like it, it may as well have been uh, uh, like a, an extra in the uh, Top Gun uh, trailer that we got that <laughs> that gave me a full semi, like something just on the radar, but but coming coming down the pike, um, but instantly instantly had me by the by the short hairs and nostrils, kind of like the like the green smoke. A smell effect in the Warner Brothers cartoons, like it just came through the house, just sneaking around, <laughs> grabbed me by the shirt collar, and dragged me out on my tiptoes. And and granted, I do have to unfortunately wait until February fifth, um, from nine to ten o'clock uh, p.m. on your Fox affiliates locally, um, and and completely appropriate for for the toy giving season in which we are currently enraptured but have you my brother charlie heard anything about the upcoming television show lego masters no i repeat hold on let me, let me make sure this is on i say again lego masters starring none other than the uh, currently <laughs> than the aforementioned and slandered uh batman portrayer in the lego movies uh will arnett he'll no. be hosting an unscripted competition series called lego masters i am so geeked up for this it's ridiculous they finally Look. found a way of making one of those cake shows they do it you'd watch. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and and look, it certainly it did a few things for me, except uh, uh besides an instant erection. Um, it it made me feel very good about my affinity for uh nailed it. Uh, <laughs> like just just binge watching nailed it on Netflix because that fucking show is so funny. There is a holiday series out by the way. If you guys run out of things to do on this lovely uh, Wednesday holiday. Um, but, but yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's straight up a competition show, which is all the rage right now. Look, reality TV can eat a big fat, uh, <laughs> a fucking Santa sack and throw in Hanukkah Harry, um, for good measure, just a big bag of molten gremlin dicks, uh, because I hate them for the most part. But here, here is a reality series that I absolutely can get behind again it's a competition show unscripted uh so it's gonna be will arnett he's gonna have uh quote-unquote expert judges it's just uh, gonna be lego nerds i cannot wait i i i I can't imagine but they'll be encouraging the builders they'll be uh introducing the challenges and um you know the creations are gonna be it's it's one of those things and and we've all been there any self 
respecting Lego Builder. And I mean, if even if you are limited to the your last creation was when you were nine, like if, if the last time that you played with Legos, you were the actual suggested age <laughs> that they print on the box, you're still going to love this because um, they make it a point where it's not just that you have to build this amazing, awesome fucking thing. Um, but it also needs to, uh, it also needs to, you know, to stand up, you, you, they're going to put it to the test to make sure that those creations are, you know, like that, that they're sound construction wise. It's not like the, the construction here in New York city where it's just like fucking lions fall off of the corners, like a bad episode of gargoyles and take out people walking by. Um, they need to make sure that their creations stand up and actually work. I cannot, cannot wait. I love Legos. The the literally the only negative thing about Legos is when you step on one. But that putting that aside and like putting those scars and anything any damaged furniture that you, you may have fallen into because of it. Um, putting all that aside, I love Legos. They're just awesome. Some of, the, some of my some of my greatest memories are sitting around building them and and playing with them afterwards and far far more enjoyable than anything else is fucking smashing them uh, to, to smithereens um that really was the best the, part the, the lego <laughs> the lego movie franchise is just outstanding um i mean again it, it's an hour long show uh i cannot wait look i got all super geeked up for mandalorian for the witcher i mean this is your you next know, there, super geeked so up much thing? there is so much good tv this is almost like uh, it's it's overload. It's too much. You know what can't this, compute, you know what this is though. This, a show like this is literally the like cherry on top. I mean, they're like it, we've it must given be. you everything you want. Yeah, no. I mean, you know what it is, Charlie, and and, and all all uh, all jokes put aside. I'm like. I'm gonna die soon. Like there, there's there's nothing <laughs> Jesus, left. God, there is nothing left. I am that old man in the stands at Madison Square Garden <laughs> in 1994, who like he he looked like uh, oh, he hadn't. He looked like he didn't choose wisely when he was looking for the cup. Oh, like that's God. what he looked like. And he had the sign when the Rangers raised that lovely Stanley Cup in '94, and his sign said, "Now I can die in peace." That's what this show makes me feel like. I, I'm gonna get my glitter pen and my my uh, my oak tag and make my sign now because after this, what's left? I mean, well, really, I think, what is left? I think that's really the beauty, though. Is they keep giving me shit I needed that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> like, you can't tell me. Listen, I've never hid my my personal, like, mental health issues and the journey I've been on for, for my whole life, let alone the last decade. If you, though, look at on paper and you go, okay, in 2020, <laughs> there's a third Ghostbusters a third Bill and Ted, a second Top Gun. There's a Lego TV series. In the rearview mirror is Witcher, with Witcher Two being confirmed already. Watchmen, yes, the TV series. Like what? What is? What bad thing is going to happen to me in 2020 that they're front loading? It's rude I mean, at this are they, point. Are they working on like? chocolate cocaine right now someplace <laughs> in a laboratory like like they're just what gonna is take next? a bunch of us out what what <laughs> what can possibly be in the hopper that's around the corner at this point i mean like i i can't imagine there's, there's like literally nothing left for me what's weird though is like i keep thinking of of what is left what like the uh -huh. next property is that they're either going to resurrect or create. And the problem is, right. like, when you put a gun to my head, I can come up with 50 <laughs> more things I want. Like, the really? one problem with keep, like, the fact that they just keep giving me amazing things is that then sure. I'm like, okay, uh, what about Invincible? <laughs> like, can we get an Invincible oh, show? Yeah. You're making everything else I want. Can That's we get true. can That's we true. get a Porkins miniseries on Disney Plus? <laughs> I want to hear about a fat fighter pilot. That sounds dope. You know what? Let's get yeah, more. No, Is Zorro no, I... back yet? 
Where's Zoro? I hear what you're saying. You know what? Look, don't. That, that's a whole different. That's not a whole different episode. That is a whole different Season? podcast for me <laughs> because I am I am fucking triggered by the lack of Zoro in on my life more than maybe anything else. If someone came up behind me during the recording of this podcast and stabbed me in the back with a used dildo, <laughs> I would have less to say about that instance than the lack of Zorro in my life. I I, I, it's just I couldn't agree it's with rude. you more. Yeah, but let on, me and on, on Christmas, really, sir? Sorry, that's my bad. Fun to announce though, <laughs> they just announced a new Zorro miniseries. <laughs> starring Hold on a you. Second. Let me take this let me take this dildo out of my back. <laughs> okay, now 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 I can focus. Starring John Rivera as his <laughs> sidekick, the yeah, horse. That that's fine. Look Let's let's not get it twisted. Fucking Roach is <laughs> arguably the second best character on that show. I have no problem strapping on the hoofs and the mane if that's you're what it gonna takes, you're bro. gonna do horse characters action? always you're like, Just give go. me a costume. <laughs> I'm a fa- I'm, I'm a, like yeah. I'm gonna method this shit. <laughs> I I played a horse in La Mancha once. I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> So fun fact, I mean not that I want to brag or anything. Oh, but boy. um here comes a brag. I've built the fourth largest official Lego set. The Ghostbusters really? Firehouse. Which, which is what? Uh oh, 4634 pieces. Uh well yeah, it's it's just cuz it's I mean it's not physically really all that that big, but yeah, oh, it's we're just got talking an piece count. amount of parts. Yeah, I was going to well, say. Well, because yeah. the, the Millennium Falcon, a few years ago I got you, but that was uh, that was like the 2,000, 3,000 piece one. Since then, right, there's right, been that... a 5,000 piece one, and then there's the biggest kit of all. There's the 7,541 piece uh, ultimate like, collector series Millennium That's a Falcon. legitimate working millennium falcon <laughs> you can sit point. in it i mean that's yeah you can fucking go to a different light fucking galaxy it, it can hit light speed it's it's really well only if you get the light up special light up yeah pieces. well the leds you have to get um, from which is a from separate aliexpress yeah, they, that's how they get you that's how they get what's you. what's really crazy um, about it though could you imagine <laughs> building almost eight thousand pieces worth of millennium falcon and you're all excited and you build it and it's the rectangular Satellite dish. Oh, I would blow yeah, my brains right. out. Luckily, this one has both. This that one is <laughs> like it comes with a Ray and BB-8 minifigure, but they're like, no, no, it's fine. Bust out your old Han Solo, <laughs> swap out the dish, and you're in business because they don't want That's anyone. So they know how negative the internet gets. Whenever they try to give you something you want, you degenerate. Yeah, people, people are just dying to say fucking nasty shit about it. But yeah, um, but I got Yeah, the, dude, this Lego set ain't all that. But I gotta ask, man, do you feel like you would be good on that show? Because I would be terrible. I well, I mean, look, it it obviously we I we haven't seen at at, at the current uh, at the current early date. Um, we have not seen the parameters of the show. Uh, so I, I I'm not really comfortable, Charlie, at this point talking shit about my ability because. You never know who's listening, and if somebody comes knocking on my door and you know with an invitation, I might suck. I don't need to go on Fox and be embarrassed, Charlie. What are you trying that's, to do that's to me? That's my fault. How amazing though would it be if the gimmick of that show was no one has ever played with Legos before? Like every contestant <laughs> is luck. like, oh, good luck. Fuck. Good uh, luck. I mean, you show me a human being on this earth, and I'm talking about like. You can include the 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 Aborigines. You can you can show me the tribe of uh you know of indigenous people that the fucking that the uh, um you know that that. <laughs> I hate when you choke yourself up because I'm the, always the, scared. The, the, <laughs> the drone found that group of indigenous people that literally had never seen any outside people. Like uh-huh. they're wearing fig leaves yeah. and they have spears and shit. Those kids are playing with Legos at some point in their little indigenous lives. I don't think anybody, 
anybody has zero <laughs> experience with Legos. I mean, I gotta tell it's you, it's a plastic thing with two re- dots. Figure it out. The reason I'm laughing is I'm not sure what went through your mind because I'm hilarious. What's the story about? The- <laughs> I, I I feel terrible that someone's listening to this on Christmas, but there was that guy <laughs> going around trying to like talk about Jesus. And he went to that Aborigine tribe, and they speared him to death. Oh, I thought you were gonna Dude. say, I thought oh, you were, my God. I thought what you were doing? gonna say the spear that they used oh. was made out of Legos. Ah, oh. oh. <laughs> too much. In my man. head, I full was like, on, I went on str- Christmas, Charlie. Oh, I went man. straight to the judgy part because I was Jeez like, oh my Louise. gosh, you're a bastard for saying this. But I didn't want the episode just to have uncomfortable laughter from me oh god but now i can't help but visualize instead he decides that he will tell me (laughs) the terrible terrible thing that he thought and his equal terrible planned response (laughs) just so that it's not wasted in the uh the the Uh, annals of his little deviant brain john really really imagine the visual of just like a bright yellow on jesus's birthday it's just all spare parts so there's like a little plane propeller at the end just whizzing (laughs) through the air and just acing terrible (laughs) terrible oh man so (laughs) i mean some of them do have those pointy ends Oh man, that's terrible. I am terrible Not for right. having. I Not feel right. worse that yeah. I like assumed you would feel that way. <clears throat> no, like, yeah, that's exactly. the real. Why bit. you gotta drag me down to your degenerate levels? I by, hope you are proud of yourself. By so. far, you are more religious than I am. So I don't know why uh. I painted that photo of you. Oh man, <laughs> but apparently, I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> apparently, this show uh, started in Britain. So there, there's. Uh, I just did a quick Google. Came out in 2017. So it's nice. clearly been proven to be good enough. Yeah, those Brits, they could they could do certain things right. Do you think it's gonna pull an office, and the first episode is gonna be the exact same, like exact same oh. builds? <laughs> like Ricky Gervais <laughs> is gonna show up. Exactly. <laughs> um, or better yet, the first know, contestant, I... Steve Carell, verse. <laughs> um. No. No. I mean, I, honestly, I, I I don't know. I mean, you would assume. That um that their format uh in terms of like the competition aspect of it, I'm sure that's going to be a carbon copy because that's a lot of these shows that they end up uh kind of franchising throughout the world. Kick war, kick you fight, know, your, kick, kick. <laughs> yeah, well, like a singing competition, dancing competition, stand on your head while you're fucking peeling a potato. Um, <laughs> but I mean, in, in the UK, it was, I mean, it was literally their highest rated new series. It you know, it doubled its primetime average. And and the, the great thing about it is, you know, and, and anyone who's tried to to work the, uh, you know, work the analytics on 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 search, uh, you know, on search engines and, and uh, social media and things like that. The demographic is fucking perfect because the interest level, it, it's literally from like eight to 58 because yeah um i mean it's in it's in everybody's wheelhouse it's 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 incredible well because and even you know if what you can't you feel like probably you one could. of my favorite one of my favorite episodes of the toys that made us was the freaking lego one i'm like oh man it's just it's all coming up roses for john i wonder if that's what inspired it they were like oh people give a shit i i don't i don't i don't know really i mean lego's um, done such a good job of monetizing uh did you actually this is a Lego-related comment, I promise. Did <laughs> okay. you know there was a Playmobil movie this year? I do. I do. I did and, not. Uh, it apparently made no money because no one but you yeah, knew about it. N- nobody nobody really saw it. Um, so, and, and, and again, you have to, you have to preface it. Uh, for anyone who is not familiar with what Playmobil is, if you, if you saw it, you would instantly be familiar. Like, oh yeah, I know Playmobil. See the the problem, and and I I could have told you that that was a fucking terrible idea, because well, first and foremost, Playmobil is almost always associated with Lego, even more than like say Mego Blocks or or one of the straight up uh, knockoffs of Lego. Playmobil is not and never has been even. Uh, remotely, uh, like 
they, they've never implied that they have that they're anything to do with Lego. The cl the only thing that you could possibly say is that their figures, while they're much bigger than Lego Lego figures, kind of kind of uh, uh, resemble them. But I you know I think they both came out approximately the same time, like the late sixties, early seventies. Um, I mean that's that no research done on that at all. Um, <laughs> that was just full pulled out of your tush. Yeah, just. Just, just uh, you heard the pop on that one, um. But the big thing, and and the reason why I fucking knew I would put good money down on it, that it was not going to do particularly well, is whereas Lego, uh, has has you know licensing, and when these Lego movies came out and they kicked ass, they were just, just a Lego version characters. of a Star Wars movie. Or of like the the DC characters. I mean, of Indiana Jones, of you know all this, all these properties which are the actual draw. Like the the Lego aspect of it is just a fun, um, like tweak to the whole thing. Whereas Playmobil, up until very 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 Two years recently, ago, I think never had licenses. And don't get me wrong, they came out swinging with the licenses that they. <laughs> They're like, with. do you like the eighties? Here's everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but that was not the movie. The movie wasn't Playmobil yeah. Ghostbusters. It was kind of Playmobil. Batman and a Lego. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was just like, um, oh, here are these. It was like an, an animation style of a story that you know nobody had any any fucking uh, interest in uh, to begin with. So unsurprisingly. Literally nobody showed. They're up. retro without retro appeal. Yeah, and, and I love and Playmobil. Again, I, <laughs> I'm saying I love Playmobil. I love them. They're a little bit, you know, the figures are. They're a little bit uh, bigger than Legos. You don't have to build shit. There's I less mean, articulation. You take, <laughs> you, take a, huh, you take the thing out of the box and it's ready to go. They they are not asking for any uh, uh you know any architecture experience on your behalf you certainly don't have to worry about stepping on a two by two and crashing through <laughs> the living room window because of the pain um uh yeah they're 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 just like toys that are ready to go almost like if, if fisher price made the the fucking farm set into a movie uh, who the fuck is gonna see that like <laughs> it was it was a bad idea bad bad call by that on the upside i am here to announce our official sponsor for all of 2020, uh, Playmobil Masters, a brand new series where people just open up their Playmobiles and then there's just, just uh, 29 minutes of ads. No matter what you do, do not miss the first episode because I guarantee you there will not be a second. Be like during the first episode's filming, it gets canceled. <laughs> like remember that, and we're not coming back from break because we've been canceled. Do you remember that cowboy set? What about the night set? <laughs> all right, we're done. That's all the sets that people could like, possibly right. rem remember. Yeah, that, that's it. That's fine. <laughs> hey, actually, you know what? There, the subsets were kind of fun because, yeah, the Cowboys and uh, and what have you. Uh, I don't want to say the Cowboys and Indians set because that would not be appropriate in this day and age. But Do you remember um, racism? Playmobil. <laughs> exactly right. Um, but, like, you know, along with the Cowboys, you could also get the... You know the 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 cavalry guys, yeah. which were basically the same, but they just like slightly different colors. Oh my god, what a good time! Heroic like, cavalry it, men and the bad guys, brownies. It was like whoa, shocking. Yeah, exactly. Are they darker than you? They are the bad guy. What like, the damn, fuck, Playmobil? This What's is your problem. The little the little figure came out, matched my skin tone exactly. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> At least Legos are yellow, you pieces of crap. If a Playmobil was Why yellow, is... chances are it was the fucking bad guy. Racist. <laughs> not okay. Why is the Playmobil. one Playmobil that looks like me in in jail in Westland? That's not right. Yeah, it was That's weird too because right. that character was called John without an H. Yeah, exactly. Real. That's the only fucking figure with a mustache. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, do better. The nasty Latanos. Like, they spelled it wrong. <laughs> they even spelled it wrong. They're racist, and they spelled it wrong. The, the Smelly Shitheads. What the fuck? The the new series, The Spanishes. What the hell? That's not even a thing. We conquistadors have come to save you and take your women. What the hell? That's not right. That's not right at all. 
Oh, man. Now, I have to be honest. As cool as Lego Masters sounds, and I will be tuning in, if they ever did a tour of, like, Lego Masters Live, you couldn't drag me to go look at Legos. I love Legos. What are you talking about? But they are not more impressive. They are not more impressive in life than they are in a photo. Have you ever been to downtown Disney and not walked into the Lego the Legoland area? Fun fact. I haven't been to Disney since I've been with you. When oh I was God. four. That's that's disgraceful. That's I mean, really like uh you, you have to come up with a story or something like that, because that's it's just really, it's it's in this day and age, there's no reason for until, that sentence. Until the to Star Wars stuff, which again used to be at Universal, like there's still, yeah, I, I don't think there is anymore. Star Tours is done at Universal, right? Star Tours, I don't think was ever at Universal. What what Star Wars thing was at Universal for a while? Or am I having a fever dream? Mm, Wasn't there a giant yeah, like AT AT? Somebody, no, no, not at not at Universal. Well, until the Star Wars stuff got big, I had no interest in going to Disney. So now it's just a matter of, like, who will go with me to Disney because I only want to go to the Star Wars places. This is kind of ridiculous to say, but, like, I would think that, uh, you know, I had this pegged for you, but do you not consider yourself, like, an amusement park kind of guy? Not really. Wow, you're kidding me! Yeah, like, like I, that's this where year the I went, amusement is. This year, I went to Universal for Halloween Horror Nights, and that was awesome. But that was the first right. time I've been since you lived in Florida. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, like having the the proximity to Great Adventure, you've been a, a hundred times, and uh, I mean, there there are pepper pepper throughout the the East Coast. There are all kinds of other uh, amusement parks. To be had, like, you know, roller coasters, not your thing, or... Nah, man, it, there's a lot of pressure when you're fat. Will I fit in the seat? Will I not <laughs> like, fit in the seat? literally or figuratively? <laughs> Both, technically, because sometimes you uh. barely fit, and that's always a scary okay. proposition. Oh, God. Whizzing through the air, not like, knowing if that thing's I built to threshold? support you. <laughs> am I the reason why this fucking train car is going to plummet <laughs> off the tracks? Because no like one... 50 <laughs> miles an hour and 100 feet up in the air? No one wants that sort of pressure. You look around, you're like, why am I in a car with only kids? Are they trying to balance out this weight? Am I going to pull an Anakin at the end of uh, (laughs) Sith, just lopping him around? Here is a a Christmas uh, confession, which is now apparently a thing. Um, I have had legitimate trepidation. The first, like, true... Uh, true roller coaster that I was at, that I had ever been on in my entire life was the Great American Scream Machine at none other than Six Flags Great Adventure. Now, yeah, anyone who doesn't know uh, Charlie and I as well as you want to, because who can blame you, um, knows that we had very uh, protective, some might say overbearing parents. Where the uh, thought of like, very oh, sweet I'm gonna that put you my child. In- very sweet you included both parents. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that he that dad had a choice about it. Fair. He was like he was he was mandated to be so. But uh, the idea like that we were gonna strap these precious angels into an, uh, a fucking death trap waiting to happen was like a was a was as far in a thought <laughs> as peace in the Middle East. So it took a long time for for me to finally be like, you know what? I'm a man now. <laughs> and at some point in like ju- the junior high school era, I I found myself a great adventure. It must have been a school trip. And uh, my literal first roller coaster was was a fucking Great American Scream Machine. From that, you know, that day included, of course, my heart was pounding. To this day, even if it's a ride that I've been on, you know, 50 times conservatively, I always have that feeling. I'm like, nope, this is it. This is the I time I die. die. Not like, how, how fun will this be? I hope it was worth the wait. It is, if I die on this ride... How is it going to be worth it? Like, how, how is that going to be the, <laughs> the, the explanation? <laughs> who's who's making that phone call? And uh, and inevitably, the only uh, the only pail of water that puts out that panic fire, and it happens every single time, is as I'm getting closer to the point where you're getting on the ride itself, 
you see little children, I mean, baby <laughs> Tiny Yoda children getting off of the ride that you have envisioned dying on, smiling, laughing, just like having a grand little time. You're like, this fucking embryo just got off the ride and I'm... Can, I'm literally worried about it. I, I, you know, I'm ashamed. To be fair, I'm kids just, don't know any better. Myself. They're dumb kids. That's true. We, Ignorance is bliss, but you know, still, that that doesn't that, that doesn't affect the ego as much as you think. That's it true. Would. We we are officially we are out of time on your topic, but nice. I, I am going to go into one bonus quick story. Then I'll let you wrap up. Nice. Legos. I went on Viper for little Christmas when I was at Six Flags. I went on Viper, which is a roller coaster. It just kind of spins around in loops. Um, yeah. not like, I don't even think it exists. Not loop-de-loops. Loops. Like, you go straight, and then you go, like, around, a, like, the inside of a donut. Yeah. So I'm there, of course, with a girl, because it's a school trip, that I'm desperately trying to French, because that's how <laughs> I rolled back in high school. Uh, Frenching was the bee's knees. Uh, big big shout-out, Kim. Thanks for uh, fulfilling <laughs> that fantasy on the bus there and home. But and would you like your bubblicious back? Exactly, and just the thrill <laughs> of a girl taking a nap on your like lap. This is the best. Oh sure, just the best. Yeah. So I'm on this machine. I'm next to this girl. My palms are sweaty for multiple reasons, and I pull down the harness. It was like instead of like a belt or something coming forward, you pull right. down this like yeah, U-shaped. like an astronaut. Yeah. So I pull it down, and you hear like locks into place. So everyone's getting ready. They're checking other people. They don't check my row. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, <sighs> I just seen you check other people's row. So now I turn. Clearly, it was important enough to check them. So now I turn to, to this girl, Kim, and I'm like, um, why did they check our row? And she's like, they're going to be fucking awesome because, you know, I have a certain type and that type doesn't give a fuck about survival. Yeah. So I now, in my paranoia, grab the handles. That, To be honest, I was probably already death gripping them. And I decide <laughs> I'm going to try to push it up. And oh, like, if no. it goes up, I'll be like, hey, Jabron, we're not locked. <laughs> I push it up. As I push it up, I hear, and locking <laughs> them into position. So now this Cue thing. Life flashing before your now eyes. Now this thing, realistically, it's probably like half an inch from my shoulders. So I'm like, oh god. I, Just enough to fucking cripple you. Yeah, so I'm trying to pull it down <laughs> without making a scene and it's not moving down. Oh no. Right? Try to you know, try to push it up to like get the attention. I figure if I raise it all the way up, they'll fucking stop it. <laughs> doesn't think. doesn't move up or down. So now I'm like, how am I I want to french this girl. How am I going <laughs> to accomplish this? So, How am I going to French her with a broken neck? So as I go, I'm like, fuck it. You just have to be an adult and tell the other teenager running the ride. Fun fact, the, the engineer, younger than me, um, I look. And as I look, the thing starts moving forward. So now I'm like, I'm just going to make my back as straight as it's ever been. Does not work. Every loop, it was literally like, boom, boom, boom. It was, it was shoulders into the pad, ass into the oh, seat. No. And all the ride is, it's like 17 loops and then 17 oh, yeah, that... more loops. When I, It's like whoever whoever thought up that ride hated children. Just. And I was like, how can I <laughs> physically abuse thousands of children and get away with it legally Thought up that ride. I remember that ride. You were guaranteed not to get off of it without multiple black and blues. John, that were that they, they would haunt you for at least a dude, month. Dude, the top of my show, it literally they were perfect black squares. <laughs> my oh, asshole God. was just blackened <laughs> from thrusting down on every loop. Oh. So now at Six Flags later in the night, it was for music in the parks, which we won because we were <laughs> awesome. I'm sitting oh, there God. with this girl. We're making out. And you know when you're like young and dumb and don't know where to touch people? Like for guys, it's easy. Waist, <laughs> butt, thigh. Uh, titty yeah. if you're feeling anxious. Yeah. Just reach for something that you don't have. What are you thinking? This girl <laughs> proceeds to like decide to rub my right shoulder as we're making out. Like she like, like I don't even know how to describe how she got into Did that. Did she position. give you an attaboy? Dude, it really kind of was an Good try, Charlie. Good try. I was, when I tell you we're making out and I'm wincing in pain, 
for like the whole and it, kids make <laughs> yeah, out for that. way too long. It's like forty eight minutes oh, of yeah, making out yeah, before yeah. the bus comes back. Yeah, John, yeah. I guarantee I was somehow bleeding. Like there's no way <laughs> it didn't like become so a now, blister and explode. Now you're black and blue. Your asshole has puckered so much that it's now inside out. <laughs> yep. And also you're completely devoid of spit because you've been making out French kissing for an hour. Yep. That's good. That's a that's a great trip. Yeah, I still, you know, still you high five all your friends like you're fine. I was not yeah, fine. You still you still wait a decade to tell a story on air. I understand. I get it. <laughs> I'm a little proud. For my brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics, do you have any last words? That's on, me! Do you have any last words on Lego Masters other than everyone should tune That is it. I, I'll see you guys when it debuts because Charlie, I don't think, is going to be around. <laughs> it's true. I'm going to go on another ride. I'm going to build my own Dirty Viper. son of a bitch. Ugh. I am the COO, Charlie Rivera. He's the CEO, John Rivera. Merry Christmas, and we will see Merry you Merry Christmas. In Happy Hanukkah. All the rest. Yeah. Grace. Hey.